Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Fantasy Physio Podcast. I am your host, Tyler J. Kenton, Doctor of Physical Therapy, joined by none other than Kramer A. Jackiebeck, Doctor of Physical Therapy. Wow, also DPT. I like I like the initial on the middle name. You know, that is what I named my PLLC. It's succinct. It's just my name. It's really Tyler J. Kenton, DPT, PLLC. Oh wow! Yeah, very official. Look at those letters. Sorry we missed you guys last week, uh, the Fantasy Physio Podcast. We took a bye week. Yeah, you know, I think it was a good, it was good to take a rest and refresher, you know. Really, NFL really players do it. Why the hell shouldn't we? Hell yeah. And there wasn't that many injuries last week really to talk about. It wasn't. I mean, it was J.J. Watt, which we'll get into. Not really fantasy relevant, but still an interesting yeah, injury. Definitely. Uh, we got a couple names flirting with a comeback. Some you've heard before, some you have not. Mm-hmm. Tyler, what did you do during your bye week last week? Anything cool? You know... I went to Buffalo. I watched the why? Eagles. Ah, that's why. Destroy the Bills. You know, it was destroy is an understatement. There. It was painful, but you know, I do love the Bills. Bills Eagles alliance is strong as ever. But I also you love to see it. And then uh, worked all week. Nice. Didn't do anything on Halloween, and then I went to my best friend's wedding this weekend. I ah. uh, wore a tuxedo. Were you the best man? Did you make a speech? I was the second best man. Ah, the second best. I'm always the second some, best man. Some say the second best is some say the second best better than really the rest. is the best. Some yeah. say the best man is like an honorary right. position. Right. I've been the second best man. It's more of a formality than anything. Three, actually four. I've been the second best man four times this yeah. year. Some say the second best man is actually the best man. Yeah. You know? Well, in my eyes, mm. that's for sure. Kramer, what did you do during your bye week? I'd like to say I was productive, but I'd like to. I'd like to say that. I'd like to say that I was, you know, busy, you know, doing work and developing things and doing things of importance. Mm-hmm. But really, um, I was dressed as Bruce Springsteen on Halloween and you know having some social engagements on a, on weeknights and work nights. So you know, well, that's it, important it was, work. It was one of those weeks, um, but it was a good refresher week. You know, good. I feel strong. I feel Got to come back. I feel ready to go. Clear eyes, full heart. Can't lose. Kind of did, though. So, Kramer, new to the lineup this week, we have Jacoby Brissett, quarterback, mm-hmm. Indianapolis Colts. We got a fresh knee injury from Jacoby. What is his deal? So, Jacoby Brissett had a little bit of a knee sprain. All right? What does that mean? A knee sprain means he sprained a ligament in his knee. And What's a ligament? A ligament, in the knee, a ligament is a piece of connective tissue that connects from bone to bone and adds to stability of the joint. Oh, I knew that. That's yeah, right. that's very good. But, you know, maybe someone out there did. That's right. Yeah, that's what this is all about. So, sprain, which ligament did he sprain? The MCL, or the medial collateral ligament, which is the ligament on the inside of the knee that adds to stability when your knee is collapsing inwards. Right, so if you get hit from the outside, your knee is going to collapse exactly. inwards, you're more likely to sprain your MCL that way. And his mechanism of injury was his foot was planted after he threw a football and a lineman fell into his knee, hit him Oof. from the outside, and it collapsed inwards Oof. on a slightly flexed knee. Wow. All right, so we were watching that game on Sunday, and uh, Craig was watching. We were watching together. He's like, whoa, what do you think of that injury? And I was watching. I was like, you know what? Thinking probably an MCL. Mm. Hopefully not a meniscus. Hopefully but not was, a meniscus. Or a uh, ACL, more importantly. I was going to say, what, um, what, do you, what do you think is the difference between an ACL tear happening with that versus just an MCL. I think it would have needed to be more of like a dynamic plant and cutting right. and pivoting motion. He was kind of standing there and just got hit straight from the outside. It was that pure right. valgus force mechanism right. that right. made me think more of an MCL. Versus initially. like his body wasn't really moving forward. He wasn't decelerating. Right. Trying to change direction. Right. That kind of thing. Right. Right. So that's what made me think that. I uh, went into the tent, didn't return to the game, um, yeah. did not return to the game. And uh, yeah, it, it was confirmed in MCL spring. Uh, 
Um, so we know what grade? Is it a one? Is it a two? Seems like it's a one because they're saying right. he's going to be back. He could even be back this week. Right. So I'm going to guess that it was a grade one. And again, another thing I saw. I saw this on ESPN, and what I swear to God, I'm going to call out ESPN here. Please do. We're call throwing them out. out there. ESPN. M- MCL strain. Oh. All right. MCL strain. I see one more major publication mix-up: strain and sprain. I swear, I swear to God. God. You know what? I'm, I'm going to call lose it. Don't they have medical staff on there? Where's Stefania Bell? Where's Stefania Bell? Stefania Bell? Come on. Help Where us you out at? here. Where are you at, Stefania? We, we need the nomenclature. Exactly. We need the nomenclature. We need it's, it. It's for the profession. It's 2019. It's almost 2020. I mean, this, this information is at everyone's disposal. we got to do better. Anyway. All right. MCL sprains, as you and I understand, if you're going to injure a ligament in your knee, it's probably the one you want to injure. Why is that? Um, that is because it has a great blood flow. Great blood right? flow. So blood been- drives oxygen in. It takes waste products, inflammation out. It's different than your ACL, your PCL, even your LCL, which is the mm-hmm. opposite ligament on the other side of the knee. It just gets good blood flow. Yep, That's good blood really flow. It. It's a nice. It's a really thick, fibrous ligament too. Yeah. So it's hard to really totally rupture it. Right. Um, so it, it it just it has a good capacity to heal, and there's a lot of other stabilizing factors in the knee that help it out. So right. um, you know the MCLs, these the MCL injuries, they do pretty well yeah. um, if they're lower grade injuries. So if you got brisket, you're banking on them. Maybe don't bank on them. Stream somebody for the week. Yeah, might be back next week. You know, if not, I would definitely think he'd be back the week after that. I mean, let's take a quick look right now. Let's see what the latest information on Jacoby, what the latest information is on Jacoby. Because, I mean, there's a possibility he could play this week. And if he's playing, I I, I don't like not playing him. He's, really? He's good. Interesting. He's playing well. He's good. Yeah, he's playing freaking well. He is well. playing surprisingly well. Um, looks like he was limited in practice on Wednesday. Limited in practice Wednesday. All right, so let's see. Yeah. Let's see if he's still listed. As, throughout the week. If he's still list, listed as questionable on Friday, yeah. do not bank on Jacoby Brissett right. playing and stream a quarterback. Yeah. All right. If he say, if they say he's a full participant on Friday, in practice, I would say. I just don't. You don't I just like don't it? think they're gonna play. I don't think they're gonna make him practice. Well, he's I practicing. Mean, he's limited participant. Sure. Which means, okay, he could be out there. <laughs> so is Pat Mahomes two days after Exactly. So, like, you know, I don't think they're going to risk it considering he is already their second-string quarterback. All they right. lost Andrew Luck, the rubber band man, earlier this year. Obviously, mm-hmm. he retired. They're down to just Jacoby Brissett. They've got Brian Hoyer in there. Hoyer is actually serviceable. Right. Backup quarterbacks in this league are so good too. So right. teams are willing to teams are willing to just kind of be like, all right, let's let's give this guy some extra rest. You know, right. we have a backup that has been a starter. Brian yeah. Hoyer was a starter for the Browns a couple right. years ago, wasn't he? he so was like, you know, pretty good. He's pretty good. So like these backups, they do pretty well. So um, all right, let's say best case scenario. Worst case scenario is out what one to two weeks. Right. All right. Best case scenario, he's playing this Sunday. Yeah. Tyler, how many red flags? Mm, I'm going to give Jacoby Brissett. 9,000 red flags. 9,000. 9,000 out of the possible 18. That's yeah. a 50% red flag yeah. ratio. Is 50 50 shot. I mean, I just don't think you can bounce back and mm-hmm. be dynamic and feel comfortable planning and throwing the ball that quickly. I'm pretty sure it was his left knee, too. I'm fairly certain. And he's a righty. So if yeah, it's his so left it's his knee. his front leg, the front yeah, throwing leg. Actually, you know that what I mean? actually makes me Gotta like plan. it a little more. I'm going to give so. it a 4,500 uh, red flags. 4,500 okay. red flags. Okay. I, don't, I don't hate it as much. You know, If they're playing him out there, he could throw a little stabilizing knee brace on him um, so he can you know plan a little more confidently. Right. Um, I don't hate him playing this week. He won't be at – if he does, if he does play, he won't be as dynamic and, you know, Right. as he normally is but 
you know, if you're absolutely desperate for a quarterback, go for it. But uh, I think our, our general consensus is let's stream this guy or stream someone else. So, Kramer. Tyler. Speaking of backup quarterbacks that have earned a starting role, Big Dick Nick. He's done it again. He's done it again. He's back. He broke his left clavicle. He was on IR for eight weeks. They have a bye week this week. He's going to be back the week after that. Mm-hmm. The Jags have already named him a starter over the mustached, jockstrap wearing Gardner Minshew the second. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about starting Big Dick Nick first game back? I don't really. I don't. I don't love it. I really don't. Um, I think that this is something if you're if you're thinking about starting a, a Jaguars quarterback in the first place. Might not be in the best situation. Alex Rockoff. <clears throat> um, but uh, I'm just surprised that they were so quick to give Nick Foles the job. I'm really surprised that they just gave it over Minshew because yeah. I just read something. He was Minshew was named Rookie of the Week six out of the last eight weeks. Wow, he's playing was, out of his mind. He's playing out of his mind, and it's just like how like he had a bad game uh, this past week against the Texans. Sure, it's a tough they defense. They got It's tough defense. He had a lot of turnovers, but like in London, tough defense. London. Gardner Minshew is a true, you know, he's a blue-blooded yeah. American. You know, he doesn't know what to do when he's just, in London. You love to see him he, succeed. He crossed country lines. He was like, I don't know what to do with myself. I think. What do I do with my I mustache? I think that there, the Jaguars, like, look, we paid this guy Nick. We got to see what he can do. He's got to play. We're oh yeah, paying, definitely. We're paying him fourteen million dollars to just. You know, sit in a sling on the sideline. No, I don't Tom so. Coughlin loves Nick Foles. He loves Nick he Foles. He wanted him. He was his guy. They paid him all that money. They're not going to not have him start out right. there. Right. Exactly. And you so. know, this could be one of those system quarterback situations that we always debate. You know, we always saw Pat Mahomes isn't playing, and you know, he's their team's still winning, and they're saying, "Oh, it's a system now." You right. know, we're, we're hearing this all these right. rumblings about you know teams. Um, but yeah, Nick Foles. Uh, if he's out there, give it a week before you before yeah. you play him. You know, yeah. I mean, not for not as far as an injury risk. This is just strict. Yeah, it's just like advice. he's going to be rusty. From his standpoint, his bone has had uh, plenty of time. The clavicles had plenty right. of time to fully heal. Um, he's at eight plus week mark, um, right. totally straight, and it's his non throwing shoulder. So he should not be limited at he should all. Should not physically. be limited at all. Now, um, if he gets another awkward hit and just gets crushed, sure. I mean, sure, which could totally happen. Right. <laughs> it could totally happen. That's the risk we're running. But this isn't like an Aaron Rodgers going out there with a broken clavicle. Right. This isn't you know, Pat Mahomes Romo. or yeah. going out there with a broken clavicle. This is Nick Foles, who's like right. a borderline starting quarterback in the NFL, who won a Super Bowl. Um, you know, that's that's it. Who won a Super Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles I've, in I've, Minnesota? I've had enough of this conversation. Let's move on to the next one. All right, we're going to take a caller. Let's go to the lines. And who are we talking to? Michael Cook from Long Island City. Michael Cook from Long Island City. Wow, a Is local that boy. On Long Island? That's, uh, it's out there. It's on the island. Really a Queens guy. All right, all right. Love to see it. Technically, Queens is Long Island. Technically, so. Queens is Long Island. I'm just saying. I'm, you know, we're, we're sticklers for details. Uh, what's, your, what's your question, Michael? I want to know what you guys think about Matt Ryan this week. He's coming off that ankle injury. Would like to hear your feedback. Playing the Seahawks. All right, so we got Matt Ryan coming back from an ankle injury. We know he missed week eight, right, with this ankle sprain. Matthew Schaub had to play, and he stunk it up. And then he, well, they had a bye week nine, and um, now he's back week 10. They're fully expecting him to play. Um, I mean, anyone in the Atlantic, the the Atlanta Falcons offense, like whoever's playing quarterback, is going to throw for a ton of yards in that offense. Right. Um, if Matt Ryan is playing this week, 
I personally think, and Tyler, I think fire on all cylinders on Matt Ryan. I'd say start him. He's, he's been a top five fantasy quarterback when he's playing as far as points scored. Um, and I say be confident in your choice with Matt Ryan. That's my yeah. opinion. Tyler, what do you think? I think uh, he's had two weeks to nurse it. He's been rehabbing it day in, day out. He's one of really those. Really three now, right? Like yeah. really three weeks? Yeah, true. He, yeah. You know, one of those guys where he didn't really have to practice. Maybe he should because the, the Falcons suck. But, uh, you know, he doesn't really need to practice. He doesn't need practice reps to stay sharp. I feel like he's one of those. He's in that echelon of quarterbacks that just like. You, he's a, you know, a superstar. You can not practice and still play super well. So if I'm you, I'm starting him. Who are you debating starting him over? Good question. Mr. Jameis Winston. Jameis. The New Orleans Saints. Crab legs. Winston versus the Saints. Defense. Ooh, he brought Inter- back up the crab legs. Interdivision rivalry game. Jameis Winston's been hot. Saints defense has been hotter. Saints defense has been, or I should say, has been colder because they have shut down Every single person they've played. And now they have Drew Brees back. It could be a shootout, but most likely James is going to get his crab legs broken off, boiled, and eaten with extra butter. Oh, crab cakes and football. Crab cakes and football. That is not what James Winston does, baby. Boom. All right, Ducks. One more for you both. Nope. All right. Adam Thielen. What are you saying? Oh, Adam Thielen. I'm hooked on a Thielen. Hooked on a Thielen. Um, Adam Thielen. Um, He's turning into one of those walking hamstrings. I am hating everything about this situation as the Vikings fan that I am. Adam Thielen, two weeks ago, strained his hamstring. Mm. All right. While catching a touchdown pass. Mm. Um, One week and a half later, they decided, hey, let's let's get this guy out in the field. Let's see if he's ready to play. Was he? um, Well, he seemed to think so. And so did the Vikings staff. Um, was he? No, because in the first quarter, he freaking re-aggravated the hamstring injury. Wow. And I could not wow. have been more upset about this. Wow. I was hoping all week, I was like, you know what, just don't play Thielen. Wow. Don't play him. Like, we can have B.C. Johnson playing. He plays re- he's been playing really well. Treadwell has. Laquan Treadwell has had a real nice yeah, renaissance with these renaissance new you know, he's, he's not letting them bounce off his hands like he used to. <sighs> yeah, he's nice little renaissance on his uh, re- redesignation um, in this situation. Now, yeah. we have Adam Thielen. All right, obviously, we know he's not playing this week all right with a re-aggravated hamstring strain um we now we got to treat this as a new injury okay like this was something that happened sure the original one happened two weeks ago but this is a re-aggravation and we got to treat it as a new injury they have the cowboys this week they have the denver broncos the week after that at home at which i will be in attendance and i'm very excited for and then after that they have a bye so that's three weeks that we can wait for adam Thielen to come back well, I mean, what, 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 is there anything else you want to know about Adam Thielen as far as like, we know his injury is not great because it's, it's a, a soft hamstring. tissue injury. Yeah. So it takes time to heal. They're super finicky and it really is a week to week type injury. You know, it's, if I'm the Vikings, um, it's kind of, I see, he's not playing this week. <laughs> yeah. So I'm seeing how we do this week. If we win, well, shit, Adam, we kind of need you, you know, cause they're trying to make a playoff run. I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. This is, I, I don't think that this is a week-to-week injury. I think that this is one of those injuries. You just say, you know what? Rehab the shit out of your hamstring. Shut it down. Get stronger. Talk to the bye week. Shut it down. Get you through bye week. I agree with you. Right. I think if I'm the Minnesota Vikings coach and I'm like, I, right. we need to win, but they're 5-3. and three. So if they lose the next two games, they're 5-5. They're 6-3. And five, and six and three. If they lose the next two games, they're 6-5. They get into the bye week. That's fine. 
That's fine. You, you can't. You've got to you win out. You but can't you have risk, a you higher can't, likelihood of doing that with a healthy Adam Thielen versus a gimpy Adam Thielen. He needs to be healthy. You can't just be forcing someone no, I agree to bum hamstring. I were the medical staff, I would say shut him down. Shut him down. Because obviously, well, week and a half rest is not enough time. And this is a sports fantasy sports podcast. Are you guys selling low, holding for the playoffs? Good question. Mm. Good question. Now, do we sell Adam Thielen low or do we hold on him to him for a playoff push? Now, Mike, are you going to make the playoffs? Important, most question. important question. Really important. Are you, are you in a playoff position right now? This is a serious question. Like, is there any chance in hell that and you And if you make start talking about your points for and points against, I swear to God, I'm going to hang up this goddamn phone. <laughs> I'll take your Boy, silence as a resounding no. Day, you just don't want to lose this league that I'm in. It's, it's always a tough, brutal time. And it's not about winning. It's about not losing. It's right. always about not losing. Right. And that's what I want to know. Is he going to be healthy by week 12, 13, when I'm pushing okay. to not lose this league? That's a great question. And that is Mike's mantra throughout life. Don't be a winner. Just right. Don't if be you were just trying to not lose, yeah, sure. Keep Adam feeling because he'll be fine by week 12 if you're looking to not lose. All right? But if you're looking to be a winner and to make a playoff push, I say try and package Adam Thielen in a trade. So. Sell to a team that's in a playoff contention or in the playoffs and try and – try and thinking fi- long term. Try and get some yeah. value out uh-huh. of them. Try and maybe get a get – a, Spin and say, look, this is a, this is a week-to-week injury. Because you are not going to get anything out of them for the next three not. weeks. And you are at the bottom of the barrel of your but league. How do that. I know that? I don't know. Um, just a hunch. Just a hunch. Um, but you need to try and sell this player for something that's going to get you off of that – bottom of the haystack that you're in right now and move you on up so that you're out of the loser's bracket and you make a run to the championship. Or you could play it safe and just drift your way through life like a, you know, a sad plastic bag floating down Jackson Avenue. That is sad. Thanks for the call, Mike. All right, Kramer, it's that time of the show. You, hey. You love to see this part of the show. You love to see it. But sometimes you hate to see it. And we're going to eat some humble pie this week to start. And we're going to talk Shit. about where we've been wrong so far. Yeah, you know, I think it's good to take a good introspective you know, look at yourself yeah, and just a, really assess and see where, you know, your shortcomings come and where you can uh, build and develop yourself for the future. And that's, that's, that's why you take a bye week, because you cannot draw water from an empty well. Totally. I love, that, I love that. that phrase. I love that saying. I live my life by on. that phrase. Yeah. Um, so this that's week, why I, I keep my well half full, always. We are here to tell our viewers who may be our first time, first time, long time, or first time, no time yeah. listeners, um, what we are wrong about this year so far. All right. This year, the beginning of the year, we hated Emmanuel Sanders. Hated him. All right. Emmanuel Sanders coming off an Achilles tendon repair. I was like, all right, this guy is an older wide receiver. He's bound to pop this thing at some point. Although the jury's still out, he could actually pop it There's at some point. Still time. But we didn't think he would be very productive at wide receiver. Did not think he'd be productive. Based on the research that was out there, it's showing that um, if you're coming back to sport under a year out from an Achilles repair, that your productivity uh, just plummets. I mean, that's just what it is. And then at one to two years out, um, it's still not great. And after two years, then you're at a better, you're in a better situation. So we thought an older wide receiver would not do great uh, after an Achilles repair. And so far, I think we're kind of wrong. Um, we're wrong about uh, Emmanuel Sanders. He's so having far. a good year, but he's also on a good team. And uh, yeah, he just got traded, and now yeah. it's like great. He doesn't have to 
get 15 targets a game. Right. I don't know if that's what he's getting before, but he wasn't, like... He yeah. wasn't. No, yeah. now he is. I mean, that's the right. thing. You know, they're putting him in situations to, you know, to catch the ball and make right. plays. Um, he's more of like, you know, he's playing his slot role and, you know, it, he's not really stretching it out too much, but he's playing well. Yeah. And uh, we're wrong. All right, so far we're wrong. Second on, on our list... Cooper Cup. Yeah, uh, Cooper Cup. I mean, He's he was on by. Yep, he was on by this week, but the week before, he just absolutely lit it up. Um, we we went into detail earlier in the season. If you want to go back to episode one or two, it was episode one um, about um, you know ACLs, return to sport, coming back under a year out from surgery, and um, you know the injury risk that it predisposes you to. Uh, but Cooper Cup, as we did cite as well was doing really well with his functional testing, right? Remember that? You were saying I do, I do recall. His cutting and his, his agility. Which, and I mean, if there's any prognostic indicator, that would be it. Yep. What? Um, we said not huge on him. I wasn't sold. Uh, again, I'm not a big Cooper Cup guy, but he has been absolutely tearing it the fuck up. Robert Woods is, like, completely absent from the offense. Brandon Cooks, yep. where the hell is he? Mm-hmm. You know? And, Brandon Cooks is hurt. Yeah. He's not going to play this week. Um, but, yeah, Cooper Cup, I mean, to be fair, if we go back to the archive. Ar- the archive. The archives. The archives. Yeah, you know, I sound things out now. Yeah. Um, well. The archives, we were, we were a little wish-washy on it. Um, you definitely hated him. I, hate I think him. you have more of a personal hatred for mm-hmm. him for some reason. Um, I really don't know why. I've never – it's not like I am. Why? Really Is it just because he's like a, he's like a good-looking white dude that's really good at football? And like, you know. He just reminds me of myself. So you know, that's, <laughs> that's really all there is to it. That was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Cooper Cup, um, so far, so wrong. Um, but you know, we wish him all the best for the rest of his uh, his fruitful season that he's been that's having. That's right. All right, and let's let's reverse this now. Now, now we now we got to build ourselves up. For the part of the show that you love to see it. Oh yeah, you hate we to see love, it. We love to see it. But you love to see it. Sometimes you love to see it, and you also love to see it. Yeah. In this regard, right. it's Todd Gurley. Totally, Todd Gurley. And now people are talking down on Todd Gurley right now. They're like, Todd Gurley's having a terrible f- football season. He doesn't look the same. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Compared to what? I don't understand like, this. Okay, like, he's not averaging 100 yards a game. Like, right. I'm sorry. Their offensive line also sucks dick. Yeah. Like, they're, he's, getting, he's getting hit and tackled behind the line, like, six times out of ten when he's running the ball. Yeah, and he's crushing it. He's scoring touchdowns, and you know what? They're, they're, adjusting, the, they're adjusting the play calling to suit Todd Gurley. He's still having a productive fantasy football season, and he hasn't had any major injuries. All right, so as far as, like, if you're a Todd Gurley owner... He hasn't missed any time, really, has he? He missed one week for that bruised quad. Right. All right, but, like, that was it. That was from a helmet hit to the, right. to the quad. That's, that's not an injury. That's yeah. just... It's an occupational hazard, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, he, he's, he's been fine this year. Sure, he's not, like, you know, he's not your fucking Saquon Barkley's or your Dalvin Cook's or your Christian McCaffrey's, but he's totally serviceable as a, as a running back as one or RB two one if, or two, if exactly. you're lucky enough to have someone that's better than Todd Gurley on right. your squad right Especially now. Especially as an RB2. Too. Absolutely. insane. Yeah. So Todd Gurley, we're happy about Todd Gurley right now. Um, but on the opposite end of that spectrum. Um, Cam Newton. Cam Sad Newton. I hate to say it. Kramer, I know you hate to say it. I do. But I know that you also love to say it because I also love to say it. We I called this do. shit from week whatever it no, was. Negative week one. It was negative week one. Was it one. Liz Frank's brain? Eh, eh, eh. Stay the hell away. Red flag, red flag, red flag. Yeah. Do not draft. He will not be good. Keep him in the back of your mind, but don't don't think anything of it. 
Cam Newton, Liz Frank injury. Frank never got bad. better. They're shutting him down. There's no bad. chance. Like, it's... Like... Uh, I remember seeing him play week one. Uh, he played week one, right? And, like, I remember seeing him play. He and he ran, he ran out of bounds. And at one point, he, like, he started to limp a little bit. I was like, oh, boy. This is bad. It goes. Not Here good. Go. Actually, confirmed. Bad situation. Liz Frank injury. Shut it down. He's out shut for the season. Shut it down. We hate to say that we were right about this. We were yeah. spot on. But, like, this is a structural foot injury. Like, this is uh, with a guy that's as big and dynamic as him. Right. Having to, you know, put that force through the foot. The good news is, if he does need surgery... He can have surgery and he can come back and still have a very successful career. Oh yeah, he'll be I'm fine. I'm not worried about that. He'll be fine. Not worried about he'll that be fine whatsoever. Down. But he's Cam. I wonder if he's going to get the surgery. I think that's for another. That's for another day. But I wonder if he's going to get any sort of stabilization. I mean, at this point, like you've tried to rest it and rehab it for the whole season. Yeah, but did he do right by it at this point? You know, like yeah. it's only been like what six, eight weeks. You know that he's yeah. been really resting it. Maybe six weeks. Um, I think I think give it give it a couple months he'll maybe be able to avoid surgery. The hope is he can avoid surgery. Cause yeah. In any case, you always want to avoid surgery if you right. can. But if not, and he has to get it. I mean, his career will be okay. Right. It's just, you know, it's just like if he gets the surgery, he waits a few months, he gets the surgery, and then it's like, okay, mm-hmm. great. Now you're rehabbing this for God six more months to Easy. a year, like. Easy. You know, it's not like a meniscus surgery where you just clean it out. Like, oh, I'm good mm-hmm. to go. It's mm-hmm. no, you're repairing a ligament. It's mm-hmm. soft tissue. It has to scar up. You got to let it heal. You got to respect the tissue healing. Mm-hmm. You got to respect the tissue healing. Always. Always. And that's why we hated him earlier this year. Yeah. So Cam Newton, we were right. Todd Gurley, we were right. And we were wrong about Emmanuel Sanders and half wrong about Cooper Cup. Oh. You know what that means. It's time for the rundown. Sure is. I don't like Mike looking at me like that. We got we got a we got a, a weird creep staring at us from the corner of a living room yeah, right it's, now. It's Jake's dog, and he's also farting. It's disgusting. Kramer, on the rundown today, we have first up, Adriel Jeremiah Green. Amazing, Yet again. amazing that you remember that. Still. You know, that's uh, pretty good. I mean, I forget I it every time. One of those weird Adriel numbers. Jeremiah Green. Adriel Jeremiah Green. We should have just talked about him in our hate to say it, love to say it segment, but I really I hate to say it. I really we, hate to say it. We totally should. You know what we're going to do right now? We're going to rewind. Everyone go... Kramer, I hate to say it, but I love to say it. Man. Adriel Jeremiah Green. Dude fucked up his ankle again. Ah, my Setback. God. He's quote-unquote week-to-week now. And another guy that we were so right about. We so people, right about him. People were thinking, oh, Beyond he's going right be to be back for the... St- like, people thought he was going to be back for the start of the season. Yeah, what do we say? Eh, 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 stay the hell away. We said maybe week eight at best situ- at Best, best case, case scenario. And that's a quote. Maybe week eight. Maybe. And it is what? Week 10 now? Week 10. And all right, he's slated to return. Slated to return. Great. Right. Re-remind us what happened. During a walkthrough in practice. A walkthrough. He didn't even partake in the full practice. He didn't feel good. He noticed some swelling in his ankle, and he shut it down. Minutes before he was supposed to, supposed to do a full, like, full practice he was slated for. It starts to raise the question. He's in the final year of a four-year, $60 million deal. He's looking for a long-term deal. Does he want to risk his long-term health to play for a loser team in the Bengals? Or is he saying, you know what? Somebody's going to sign me. I'm going to get paid. Get me the hell out of Cincinnati. You gotta ask that question now. Spin zone. I don't think he's faking it. I think he's just being smart about it. 
Is his brain and, strong enough to just create swelling in his ankle so he doesn't have to play in a football game? Maybe. Spin zone. That'd be amazing. Um, well, he played. He participated in full practice on Monday and right. felt pretty good. Right. All right. And then he w- participated in a walkthrough on Wednesday and all of a sudden developed all this swelling. And now he has limited joint range of motion in his ankle. Not great. Uh, you know, not a great situation. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, A.J. Green, there's a lot of factors that go into this return to play. Um, Like you just said, final year of his contract. Definitely doesn't want to play for a team that's eliminated from playoff contention right now and limit his capacity to earn more dollars next year. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. That's what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, uh, I read a quote where Adrian Green was talking about, you know, he knows it's fine, and now it's all just making sure his brain knows that it's fine. He said something like that where it's like, if he's in his head right now and he's – you know, he shut it down on a walkthrough like that mm-hmm. after he just had it like yeah. a good practice. Like, they need to be doing a better job of coaching them through it. And be like, AJ, look, this it should be a little sore, right? Mm-hmm. It shouldn't yeah, feel totally, bad. Totally expected. Totally but expected. But like, you know, sometimes you can perceive pain in a way that it's a lot more heightened, and you can say, "Oh my God, I'm in pain." That must equate tissue injury, which we're not going to go into the principles of pain science here. But that is not the case. I think one one episode we should definitely do that. Though. I think that'd should. be very good. And I have a good guy in mind. That would be a good guess for this. Um, but anyway, I, I I'm I'm starting to think that. I mean, we're getting swelling in the joint. I mean, this is obviously something that is going to be a longer term issue than originally right, thought. Right. Right. Um, and also, I mean, psychological aspect of return to sport, as we know in any sort of sports return, is huge. Um, we he you need to be 100 percent ready and feel ready to go out there and confident on that on yeah. that. Um, he's not. He's not. Quite he's frankly, he's not. not. And his ankle's still swelling up on him. He's not going to be able to move his ankle as freely as he wants Honestly, to. Honestly, that tells me he's not ready to play next week, maybe the week after that. Maybe. But, you know, it's, it's a complicated situation. I, I think and it's fucked be, up. Yeah. And if I were AJ, I would say, you know what? This is your fault in the first place, Cincinnati Bengals, for <laughs> playing on the fucking shitty Dayton, Ohio college football field and me yeah. twisting my ankle up in that shitty ass turf. Yeah. Screw you. I think this is to be a long-term thing that he's dealing with. I think both psychologically, but I think more importantly, physically. I mean, he's yeah. he's still dealing with swelling in the joint. Like that's not a great thing. No. Not, he's not in a great situation right now as far as his healing his healing response. Um, it is, uh, but this is what we expect after ankle reconstructions. You yeah. know, it, they take a long time to get back from. Yeah. You know, three months is the best case scenario. Best these case. things, and that's what he's showing right now. He's trying to get back at that best case scenario. They're pushing him. They're pushing him, but like he's not quite there. You gotta respect the tissue healing. Yep. Bottom line, he's not quite there. His body still, you know, is still uh, responding to yeah. increased workload. Right. He had a full practice yeah. on Monday. Exactly. Two, two days later, he had bad swelling in his ankle. Right. So it's not it's not quite ready. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna yet. say this is something that he's dealing with. All year he might he might play a game at the end of the year, but I just think this is a team that's out of the playoff contention. Shut it down. Shut it down. Who cares? Yeah. Next up we have JJ Watt. I have no idea what JJ stands for. Justin James is that it? I think Justin that's it. James. Justin James is it Watt. Really? Uh, who knows? I think it is. Don't fact check me on that. JJ Watt made a sack towards Peck. This is his fifth. One, two, three, four, five. Fifth season-ending injury he suffered. One, two, three, four, five. 
I mean, at, at some point, you just feel bad for this guy. I feel bad. I feel, I feel I... terrible for J.J. Watt. This guy, I mean, sure, he makes all the money in the world, but, like, he works his butt off just to be on the field every season and try and bring that Houston Texans team to, uh, like, to glory. Uh, I don't know how, what, uh, what else he can really break, what else he can tear. I mean, he's just a myriad of soft tissue injuries waiting to happen. Now, people, people come out and say after, after things like this, after injuries like this and the stuff that he's had, People start throwing out the, the steroid card. Mm. People start throwing out the steroid mm. card when you get these kinds of soft tissue injuries. Interesting. Now, what do we what do we think what do we think about that? People, you know, we know that. I mean, allegedly. All right, we're not saying that allegedly, this is what happened. Allegedly, but you know, maybe a fair amount of people in the NFL are on some sort of performance enhancing drugs, and some people get popped for it. Now, a do we think AJ or do we think JJ Watt is one of those people? All right. And B, do we think that that would have an increase? Let's let's start with this. Do you think that if you were a steroid abuser, would you be more predisposed to these kinds of injuries? Hmm. What do you think, Tyler? I think I pec tendon tears. So. I definitely think so because I think that your basically your muscles growing at a more rapid rate than your tendons can. Adapt to. That's great. Great answer. You know what I, I mean? I, I agree. Um, it's like tendon really it, it passes force from the muscle to the bone, from the bone to the muscle. Right. It's not, uh, you know, it, it takes time. It takes time to develop that. He's also a gigantic human being, freak of nature. So, you know, it's hard to say. And I think he may just be more injury prone versus... Totally agree. It out. Totally agree. I'm not saying... I'm but not we saying look, look at his history. He's had elbow dislocation. Freak injury. Grade three abdomen muscle tear. You know about those. Hand fracture, been there. Disc, uh, lumbar disc hernia. Saw that. Lumbar disc hernia again. Been there. Uh, finger dislocation, finger dislocation, tibial plateau fracture. Yeah, that was a rough knee one. Knee strain, and now he tore his pec. Yeah, tibial plat- plateau fracture, not fun. Right. Um, yeah, I remember that. That was a, that was a bad injury. He lost the rest of the season for that. I mean, he just yeah. he has all these season-ending injuries. It's just it's hard to watch. But um, yeah, JJ Watt, pec Terry's out for the season. I mean. One of those things where... Not really fantasy relevant, but definitely worth mentioning. Interesting yeah. injury, interesting case, mm-hmm. given his history. Yeah, it brings up some more, you know, metabolic factors. I wonder what's going on. Potentially. Well, Kramer, we're back from the bye week. Feels good. Feels great. Feel fresh. I feel, I feel good about this. No rust whatsoever. I had a, I had a, I had a 12-hour day today. Ditto. 12 hours. I was, Ditto. I was just crushing pacing. Left and right. Touched like, a lot of feet. Crushing touched them? a lot of backs. Crushing a lot yeah, of backs? Literally crushing them. You know, did a lot of great hip abduction, closed chain work. Ooh, just, nice. Oh, dude, nice. I just like changed people's lives today. What's, what's your, what's your, what's your treatment of the, treatment of the week right now? Like, you know, like how you, you, yeah, you yeah, get, yeah, you get sure, hot on something. Sure. Yeah, you get hot uh, on something. So it's for the PT nerds out there trying to find out what Tyler's treatment of the week is. You what's, know what? what's hot on his table? I've had a lot of meniscus repairs mm. that have not gone so well. And so they're coming to me as like their second, uh, second line of treatment. So I had cool. this woman today. She had a meniscus tear, arthroscopic meniscus surgery. Nothing fancy. They cleaned it out. Did she have it repaired? Did not have it repaired. Okay, so it was just cleaned out. Just cleaned out. Just cleaned out. Cool. She still has medial knee pain, and I'm looking not at surprised. her quad activation, and I, I was just like, you know what? You're not very active. Sit a lot. It hurts when you sit. You have a lot of symptoms of your patella and like a lot of soft tissue irritation. We got to get your quad stronger. You have no quad control whatsoever. 
I gave her a lot of open chain quad exercises, like a straight leg raise, like mm-hmm. short arc quad, hold it there, lift it up so there's no VMO lag, mm-hmm. like just getting that quad control back. It's nice. honestly like sometimes fundamentals you just can't beat. And I said, you know what? It's simple. Do this every single day until I see you on Tuesday. I love it. And you'll feel a hundred times better. I you got to you got to crawl before you can walk. You got to walk before you can run. I love it. And this is some open chain work, right? Open chain. Oh my God. You're doing open chain work on oh a meniscus? God. Oh my God. Wow. What five years ago, what we would have said to that. Right. The negative. It's crazy. The negative response. Crazy. But fuck it, man. You got to get that shit going. You exactly. got to get that quad exactly. rocking. I exactly. love it. Nice you know stuff, what? man. So it's a ballsy move, but you know what? You got to have balls. That's great stuff. PTs, we have balls. Phenomenal. Unless you don't have balls. Right. Well, then, then you you have the other stuff. Right. And that's cool too. Yeah. And you need that too. Totally. Kramer, what's your treatment of the week? Oh, my treatment of the week. My treatment of the week has been I've been seeing a lot more hips recently. Yeah. Um, which is wow. great. Go figure. Go figure. Because I Good love treating specialist. the hip. I got that little. I got that specialty thing yeah. from the whatever. And um, you know, it's been good to uh, to really dive into that kind of work that I love doing. And what I've been working on is eccentric so as retraining wow yes so a lot of like um sitting you know having a patient sitting at the end of the table having them work their try and train their core and so as uh muscle to fire while minimizing the superficial muscles like tfl and adductors while eccentrically loading wow. all right leaning back and loading that tissue so holding them down here ta- giving them tactile cues to reduce their adductor and tfl activation it's uh it's it's fun. The patient, the patients like it because they get to kind of feel what how they how they should be feeling during that activity yeah. and like trying like not to be totally tense and really work their deep core. I've done a lot of that. I'll be honest with you. It's it's good. I do it with initial post, uh, not initial post ops, maybe like six to eight week post ops, mm-hmm. and then I'll do it with people that are just having like some you know hip impingement and just really need mm-hmm. to work on uh, you know yeah, core retraining and stuff. A bit, yeah. yeah, and like avoiding while trying to avoid you know like um, hip flexor tendinopathies. Right, so it's really training wow. those training those yeah. muscle groups the right way. Learn something new. Yeah, you we know? can we can talk about this later. Yeah. We can do, we can talk yeah. shop and do some work. Talk shop. All right, um, but anyway, we got Mike here on the close on the closing here. This is a longer closing than we're used to. But um, Mike, did you Mike did you learn anything good today? Did you is there anything that you picked up from the podcast that you that you really enjoyed? I learned a lot today, and I'm really happy about what you guys have given me for the uh, playoffs coming up. I mean, may not we, make it may make it doesn't matter. But I just want to say two other things. Thanks so much for sharing your nerdy PCT knowledge with the rest of the world. And uh-uh. Do Epstein like... didn't kill himself. He didn't? Okay. Um, anyway. Well, thanks, Mike. Uh, wow, jeez. I mean, way, we, to make, way to make this shit political. Oh my God. We are going to leave it there.